Make it work, make it work, make it work. Why do they not have a theme song by now that says make it work? I have no time. I have avant-garde to make. This super sucks. <sighs> but Tim would always say, make it work. Make it work. Make it work. <laughs> hey, y'all. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I am Ernest. And I'm Samilia. And this is episode 36. Um, oh, you know, randomly, 36 is my favorite number. It's really it's very random. I don't really know why. But yes, I just <laughs> I just noticed that. And uh, three is my favorite number. Really? Huh. Yeah. Three is yeah, my sister's favorite number. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> lucky. But yeah, I, and, you know, I kind of love that this is. So I was telling Samilia off podcast that this is the one show I had a problem organizing this episode and it's a uh, it happens to be my favorite number so um yes but anyway before we get into episode 36 a special thank you to a couple of listeners who left us five star reviews yeah yeah Roar Scribe and Lincoln 97 thank you so much thank you thank you yeah we have been getting such great feedback from y'all and we enjoy hearing from you and we really appreciate your feedback about the show. And, um, and it's sounding like y'all like our in-depthness and our focus on the designer's <laughs> crafts, which is why we started this podcast. Um, so um, we also would like to know your thoughts on this season. So please do share with us how you're feeling about the show, the designers and anything else. Um, you can find us on facebook.com forward slash the workroom or on Instagram on our official Instagram page at the workroom podcast. I think we're solid two weeks old now. And yeah. Uh, yeah, follow us on those and tell us what you're thinking, what we're missing and what else you're liking. So um, in general, if this is your first or 36th time listening to us, we have a few features as always. We have our cheat sheets and um, which have the final looks from designers um, um, on the runway. And when we get to that portion of the episode, of course, we'll prompt you because um, we do need visuals for this. It, we're really interested in what these looks actually look like. And um, we have our bracket links where you'll find our personal top picks for fashion week. So um, Samelia and I have brackets and you also find the bracket of one of our favorite guests, Nalen Blake, artist, educator, writer, extraordinaire. Um, and as we have been making our way through the season, we are updating this. And yeah, Samelia, we have been taking a, a hit on our brackets. Yeah. So don't look at it if you don't want any spoilers. But I'm assuming that if you are listening to us, you have watched the episode. But just to warn you, just in case. <laughs> All right. So Samelia, are you, are you ready? Yes. Let's, let's get into this. Let's get into Ooh. this episode. All right. Okay. All right. Um, I start off my notes with like, how the hell are we going to talk about this? It's such a mess. <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> it's what? such a, another, a, I, this I think is the third episode in the row where we've started off very strangely. We're used to our format of having a prelude with all the designers commiserating and talking about the previous episode in the box house, but we're, we're still on the runway. So we're, we're back where we left off from last episode, and uh, we start with, um, um, yeah, the the production room just telling all the cameras to follow Michael as he's cornered by a producer and asked 
dude, what's going on? Like, are you okay? Dude, what's going on? Yeah. And yeah. So, um, so in general, everyone is stunned. I think the judges, the designers are stunned. Um, Heidi is still asking who, what, why, even though she knows, you know, we, <laughs> we have talked about this, that I think Heidi is in on this along with yeah. the producers like they have coerced these poor designers into freaking out by giving Claire the win so if you um, remember that we're still on the print challenge and Claire was declared the winner declared Claire the winner and um, <laughs> what just has just won $25,000 as well as um, a chance to collaborate with Dixie Cup with her print um, so Samelia um, how, how do you feel about going on with this? So, so I, I feel like we, ha- we were backstage with Tim and mm-hmm. Michael, right? And we have what I would say is Tim and Michael versus the runway. Cause there seems to be two <laughs> different conversations going on at the same time that we kind of right. have to hash out. So, all right. So let's start with the runway. What's happening there. So the runway Everybody is still trying to figure out what's going on. Nina looks so surprised. And Zach is actually just kind of like, I don't know, no expression almost. I don't know. It's weird. I do feel like the judges know. But uh, Mm. so, you know, Heidi's asking for somebody to let her know what's going on. And, of course, Marguerite is not saying anything. Right. Um, But I think it's Batami that speaks up. or Yeah. Yeah, like, which I was which surprised. Is, me too, because she just seemed to be the least affected in the face. Yeah, the most affected seemed... person is Kenya, and then right. mm. she's still not making <laughs> eye contact with anyone except those lights up top. Like her eyes exactly. are way up in her head. She's not looking at anyone. But yeah, Botany right. is the first one to to mention anything. Yeah, and Botany is just like she's given. Heidi and everybody the rundown I was like hold up what how did you know everything yeah um because last you know on our last episode we were thinking like she would she knew the least out of right everybody right. you know she's yeah. so quiet but you know you gotta watch out for those quiet ones it just seemed as if <laughs> she was the least concerned um so focused on what she was doing mm-hmm. <clears throat> apparently a focused and uh no but she sort of brings up which I thought was very interesting she brings up she's like well there's a situation in the workroom and Mm -hmm. you know Claire was and then Claire basically finishes what Botany is trying to say say. which is that and Claire admits she's like did Margarita think that I was knocking off her top and uh, it was weird because (laughs) that's another thing that you would like to think that Claire didn't understand and I thought that she was unaware that she was recreating Mm. uh, Margarita's top but apparently she was aware that she was making something similar exactly did you so you got that impression too from that yeah I was like okay so I don't know it just seemed a little off to me like okay yeah you just blatantly gonna start making like the winning look from their, their your last challenge. I don't know. Right. It just seems like why, yeah. why not try one from like the first challenge exactly. at least. Not not the you know. the previous one, like the one that we just I mean cuz what would it yeah. have been like if she actually had that top and went on the runway 
exactly with the judges because we do have this back and forth with the judges where they come in and just like well you know you guys absorb things all the time that's what fashion is you know it's just like you look around you're inspired and you kind of unconsciously are are using each other's work and it was really strange because you know margarita makes an exit and goes with Tim and Michael to explain to Tim what was happening because Tim is essentially saying the same thing. Like, okay, you can copy your clothes and you can use your clothes as references. That's fine. Um, right. But it's not until Margarita goes back onto the runway and leaves Michael alone that um, Michael tells Tim that Claire has a retractable measuring tape in her room and confirms that she has he has seen it so he ha- apparently has been in their room and has seen the measuring tape and mm-hmm. has talked to Claire about it the um face to face that Claire has admitted to him and to a lot of other people that she has mm-hmm. a measuring tape in her room and mm-hmm. uh um so that is against the rules guys it is duh it is Come on. that is against the rules <laughs> so you know <laughs> Because that's what my whole thing was. I was like, I, you know, if they're referencing their own clothes in the workroom, we've we've seen that on previous seasons, especially I, if anyone can remember, there was a, a menswear challenge where the women in the workroom were using the the pants of one of the designers who was very generous. He's like, you can use my pants. He just kind of takes his pants off and, and lets some pattern from it. That's fine. But you can't mm-hmm. pre-pattern. You can't go in your room. Apparently, you can't have pen and paper um, in your room. And so, so okay, so let's sort of reorganize this. We we have these this jumble of of information going on. And, um, and you have uh, Margarita sort of out on the runway just spilling her guts. Being like, you copied me. Like, you copied me. And I wrote on my notes in parentheses, not here period like you should have said that in the workroom like this is a part where i was like wrong yeah margarita i was i was i was pretty upset with margarita honestly (laughs) (laughs) like girl you had all day you had all day to say something and i know especially after you know before she changed it like you did have some time to talk to her about it or even saying like look, you're my friend, we're, you're my roomie, and I'm just letting you know, if you don't understand what you're doing, this is what it looks like you're doing. Explain it to me. Um, the judges don't get it. They're telling Margarita, like, knocking off is fine. Focus on you and, you know, your strengths and everything. And Margarita's just sort of nodding her head, and everyone's like, right, great, wonderful. Um, yeah. But we get a declaration from Tim that's like, they're not, they're fine with copying Margarita. If she had sent out a, a a JC Penny dress that looked just like hers the day before, they were going to be fine with that. But what they're not okay with is the measuring tape. And, and both of these things right. infuriate me, both of them. Like, I, I mm-hmm. think it's just, it's not okay because also it's not just this challenge. The twins have been copying their clothes and each other's clothes the whole season. Um, we have talked about this anyway. And it shouldn't be about knock like, I feel like judges shouldn't be okay with knockoffs. Like, I mean, to that extent, mm-hmm. you know, you have, you literally have this pair of pants in your room and then you just made this pair of pants. Right. Like the exact pair like that. Yeah. Come on. 
Where's the or, design or in that? Why, that are, you know, why are they on the show? Exactly. Or that, you know, your sister wore these the, this keyhole dress and you just made a keyhole top based off of that. And it's it's just interesting the amount of leeway that they're giving them in terms of design. Because I, I was waiting for Nina. She was like, this is a design competition. <laughs> This is a this is why you're here. This is not Project exactly. Knockoff. It's Project Runway. <laughs> Runway. Like, come on, <laughs> really? Why are we, why are you guys being so nice to, about this? I, That's what I didn't get. It was I was so like, weird. Like with the judges kind of defending Claire. I was yeah, like, come on, you guys. And the thing that was really interesting to me is that while this is happening, we do have the safe kids in the green room. Who are just waiting in the design room. They have no idea what's going on. I have no oh, idea. Man. We have no idea how long this went on for. But I have a feeling it went on for a while. Um, And we we go on through the runway as if nothing has just happened. As if. So I, I, so I have a feeling. So Tim is probably consulting with the producers. But in the meantime, Claire wins. Like she wins yeah. her $25,000. They, you know, they send her back to the the design room and. She, and everyone's like, oh, who won? Claire's like, I won, but, uh, and they're like, but it's like, well, people think I've been ripping off my own clothes. And I'm just like, I'm looking at their other faces like, well, I think everyone knows that you have been. <laughs> I think that's kind of obvious. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I, and I think everyone, everyone goes through their moment of just feeling awful about how things went down because it, it seems as if this is the end of the challenge that Claire has won. They're going to go home. But then mm-hmm. the designers get to talking in the design room or the design waiting room. And Michael, you know, sort of gets dramatic about how he feels about fashion and what fashion is like and what his philosophy of fashion is. And Claire just defends herself. But at the same time, um, she admitted, admits that she has a measuring tape in her room. And that's when it gets really quiet. And I think mm-hmm. before uh, it seemed as if the safe designers um, like Amy and Ayana and all of them uh, at, at that moment, it just sort of dawned on them. I don't think they knew. And after them finding out, they're just like, whoa, that's wait a second. That's something mm-hmm. different. It's another level. And Claire keeps screaming. She's like, I, I copied four measurements for a tank. It's a tank. Like, that's all. I made four measurements. And I was like, um, that's interesting. First, first of all, for a tank, why would, you, why would you need to copy measurements for a tank? Yes. That's like yeah. one of the simplest, you know, uh, uh, amongst, I mean, compared to pants, right. you know, or even a tailored shirt. Yeah. But so just, <laughs> just, you know. Full disclosure, I'm wearing a really stupid tank from Uniqlo right now. I could make it. <laughs> I didn't have to spend five dollars on this tank. You don't need to copy that. It's so simple. There are no darts in it. You know, there's a front piece and there's a back it's stretch piece. Stretch material. Stretchy material, and you just um you finish the edges, you just hem the edges. That's it. Make sure you have armholes that are big enough. You know, and it's <laughs> she made four and that's what's so sad about this is that it was something so simple um, and she made four measurements, but there's such a disconnect between what the rules are and how the rules are applied to other people and how the rules are applied to herself. Exactly. And so it's just this, that's the issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's a supreme sense of entitlement that 
everyone else understands like they would never ever skirt the rules but for her she's like I skirted them a little bit isn't that fine isn't that okay no one else is thinking this no one else she's like mad at mad yeah (laughs) cause girl cause you cheated and you mad Mm. but why is she mad ultimately (laughs) so what happens what's what's the next so so well but so did we already say that botany's voted off yeah so botany's in there she's gone so my bracket is already blown up so and then i'm like hold up but why is she smiling i was a little mad like (laughs) botany why are you smiling you you just were voted off like she just seemed way too okay with that I know. No one reacts to her being gone. It's like, okay. It's like, come on. (laughs) Like, were you there? (laughs) Aren't you sad? This is, I mean, I was just really worried about my bracket. confused right now. My homegirl, Botany. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I wondered if she was just a little relieved to go or also happy that she was leaving a volatile situation. So mm. let's say that she's leaving Claire that she's accused of cheating and wins $25,000. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh my gosh, she's like, peace out. I'm done. I'm mm. okay with this. I'm, I'm mm. leaving. I'm going to go back to Inglewood and I'm, I'm going to go back to making my designs outside of crazy town, which is this show. But Tim comes in. Right. And questions Claire like a law and order episode. Yeah. So, but his voice was really kind of shaky. He's like, Claire, um, is it true that you have a measuring tape in your room? She's like, yes, I have a measuring tape in my room. She's like, Claire, is it true that you have, I don't know, what other question? Basically, he's like, Claire, we must rescind your win and send you home. And I have to say, based off of how this was done, I was actually shocked. I was Prepared to be upset. I was prepared to write some letters. I was prepared to reference season three when they got rid of Chris. I mean, Keith for having those pattern books under his, under his bed. I was prepared to be like, when other people have, have really, really skirted the rules, you have sent them home immediately, no matter how good they were. I think Keith had almost won a challenge before they found out. This is how, okay, this is how deep this goes, guys. This is how many times we've watched Project Runaway. But if you guys remember season three, um, he was a very promising designer, had finished in the top, but it found they found pattern books, and that's against the rules. And Tim met him in his room. It got to them before they got to Parsons and was like, you, you, you're out. You're out. Done deal. And with Claire, same thing. And I was just like, you know what? This is great. <laughs> this is amazing. I Thank know. you so much. You spared a random You know, it, I, I feel like I breathed a deep breath of relief at that point. I don't know. I just felt like as it should be mm-hmm. just that they were following through with their, you know, regulations and holding people accountable, even though I feel like it took them a, a little bit too long mm-hmm. because how long does she have a measuring tape? But right. still, once we, the public, became aware <laughs> of what was going on behind the scenes, you know, they it appears that it was handled. Mm-hmm right away yeah I I really am I really I I still feel very strangely about how it it seems as if the designers were coerced into this matter and it also feels Mm -hmm. very strange how the episode continued as this as if nothing happened 
and it was weird you have like and then also you have claire going home in such a shameful fashion and you have sean who leaves in this undeserved you know um you know cloud of or or glow of glory i just feel like sean didn't deserve to leave the way she did like she should have been eliminated Claire mm-hmm. should have been eliminated, but I think out of the two of them, I'm most disappointed in the fact that like we got what we all wanted. We we wanted them to leave. I wanted them to both sort of forfeit and just kind of be done with it, but we had to drag it out for another episode, and it's just it's just really strange that um, they both left in such a strange way. And I know. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, is overall a very uncomfortable feeling <laughs> but honestly i'm so glad they're off the show <laughs> <So> glad <laughs> oh, wait okay goodness. so let's talk about some good things um which might also be annoying but who ends up winning this challenge <laughs> well so nobody technically nobody wins the money right because they do away with that portion but they do say that they're the I forget the lady she chose she chooses um, Brandon's yes, design yes which I <laughs> I thought should have I was like that was better than oh girl's design anyway yeah I thought about that I was like hmm, that was Amelia's choice you know not yeah, only because he's on your so bracket so but and you see how he was just so happy <laughs> talking to her <laughs> he just couldn't believe like forget red. the money right right <laughs> but oh, you know what great. okay but i'll say that he did tweet the night this show aired that he actually did win twenty five thousand dollars. they ended up <gasps> giving him the money really yes yeah he tweeted oh. he's like i'm honored to what? have won twenty five thousand dollars to be collaborating with dixie cup and yeah he, he won the money eventually. That's so awesome. <laughs> but also, oh, good. I feel like this is a thing where we should have had Teresa Basang, who is an exec from Dixie. I still don't really know what her exact title is, but she wasn't there on the runway. And I'm like, the, we they chose the, the design anyway. I feel like they they uh they lucked out that this all this nuts 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 and stuff happened because they obviously <laughs> didn't like the next best design which was Kentaro. they did not like his design they liked brandon who was safe so wait was he safe yeah he was safe yeah they liked brandon who was yeah had a safe design hmm so so anyway so botany want want has to stay <laughs> poor girl it just seems like are you happy to stay <laughs> <laughs> everyone else feels like crap um yeah so margarita michael they all regret what they did because i they they didn't think that this would end up in someone or in claire being sent home i was like but hmm, have you watched how not like what would be the other option have you never seen people try to cheat on the show before they get sent home so uh yeah (laughs) exactly anyway but um but, but but what I mean, so Margarita, well, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of jumping forward to what she says when they go back to um, their hotel room. Yeah, we can go back. We can go back there. So Margarita says she feels awful and feels like she started this whole thing. And I'm like, girl, you did. You should feel awful yeah, because yeah. you waited way too long to say something. And then and then you started saying stuff behind Claire's back when you should have been yeah. saying it to her yeah. and, and look what's happened <laughs> I mean once again it's just sort of like this uh, 
you know, and I, I really feel for Margarita because I'm like, you are you are worth a lot more than I think than you think you are. Yeah. You know, like your word matters so much more than you think it does. And and your stake in this is just as important as anyone else's stake in this competition. So mm-hmm. you should be able to speak up and say something. And, you know, I understand like I understand the pressures and wanting to focus and trying to act as if nothing is affecting you. But clearly it was, you know, and it's just right. And, you know, just, just you know, I, I want Margarita to treat herself better. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so but yeah, we, we, we have them back at the box house and we have this debrief where everyone is really shocked. They've lost, you know, two yeah. people in, in very unconventional ways. And uh, but we wake up the next morning back at the box house and it's almost literally a brand new day. You know, the yeah. people are acting as, as if there was no yesterday. <laughs> you know like sort of kind of like there's some weird you know quips about you know you know like oh how do you feel today it's like oh my gosh everything is just you know um but we well we are starting off anew and that's how the we're back into the episode okay so now now let's start the normal episode that was the weirdness that was at the (laughs) beginning of episode nine um (laughs) oh my gosh samelia so what yeah. So okay, let's trudge through. So we're back <laughs> on the runway. Um, we're going to spend a lot of time on this runway, and uh, instead of the calamity of the night before, we're greeted by little girls playing with these bright toys, and they're laughing and they're talking to each other, and it's almost like we need children to reset life and to make mm. it all better again. Um, Mm -hmm. and what I think is really funny is that Tim walks in with, uh, the marketing director for, um, these little toys that these, uh, little girls are playing with. And her name is Katomi Nanjo. And Tim, I think, greets all the little girls. He's like, hello, children. And then one of the kids (laughs) is like, hi, Manny. And I'm like, what? What? I didn't even catch that. She was like, hi, man. But like, Manny, man, man, or whatever. It's like, the Of course. First of Um, all, when they opened up with that and all the kids on the runway, I was immediately like, Shopkins! Oh my God, I was going to ask you, Samelia, because I don't know what the (laughs) hell these things are. So (laughs) Samelia has kids, and I'm not five, so I don't have kids, and I was like, what the what are what are They're these things? Okay, Samelia. Shopkins. They're like the cutest thing. My daughter <laughs> swallows me in Shopkins stickers like every other day. <laughs> All the Shopkins. Oh my, oh my god. Goodness. Oh my god. I was so, really excited by this point. I was like, okay. So, did you recognize the names? Okay, so this is what these things are. I mean, these dolls, these toys, not these like these things. I'm like, oh. <laughs> So much pink. So um, they're Shopkins. <laughs> so Shopkins, do you want to explain what these are, Samelia, since you're you're way more familiar with these than I am? So Shopkins are really just these really fun looking toys. They're kind of exaggerated and I don't know. There's like food that's made to look like toys and just Really, everything has eyes and is super cute. If you just think of the world as a cartoon in doll form, like your cookies and all of that. Yeah, they have <laughs> names like Cocolette and Jessie Cake and Rainbow Kate. Like they yeah. all, I love how you said, like they all have eyes. 
Yes. So do the cards and, have it, eyes? It kind of reminds me of Strawberry Shortcake from back in the day. Remember? Yeah, and Rainbow Bright. You know what? Okay, yes. Yeah. Rainbow Bright. I had a had a Rainbow Bright doll, and a little mm-hmm. bit like, uh, um, like My Little Pony, and not so much right. like Cabbage Patch Kids. But I was thinking, I think no, they're not not Cabbage Patch. Kids. Yeah, yeah, but more like Rainbow different. Bright and and uh, yeah, I do. I yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And now I'm seeing the connection with my childhood because I saw this and I was just like, there's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot (laughs) of stuff on the stage. Mm -hmm. What are these things? It's like it all just gelled together in these these bright, bright, bright colors. Mm -hmm. Um, So so it's it is um, about these dolls in a way. And we have Katomi uh, Nanjo, who will not be making the final runway decision. Of course, oh, as we man. all know, even though she should oh. be there. But she explains to us um, that, like, uh, you know, they're, these girls who are playing with these dolls are Shopkin super fans. And mm-hmm. the challenge is to make an avant-garde look inspired by one of the kids' favorite shoppies. And I'm talking about this as if it's another language. I'm trying to use the right word. I know. Words. Come on. Sorry. Come on, like... um, <laughs> the winning designer will have a shoppy produced <laughs> based off of their winning look and $5,000. So um, they paired up each little shoppy fan with a designer to explain their shoppies and essentially like use this time to inspire an avant-garde outfit. And I think, mm-hmm. I actually think that this is a really wonderful and a wonderful way of inspiring them. It's also annoying to me at the same time. I mean, just because why? I, I can't explain <laughs> it. I don't know why. I think there's something about precocious children and um, mm. really, really bright colors that resemble candy. And also I love sugar. I have a sugar problem. And all these, <laughs> these dolls were named after cakes and things that, I try not to eat because I'm running as fast as I can from diabetes. And so it was just like, it was just wonderful and annoying at the same time. Um, but I think <laughs> it was wonderful because you what need What about to... Sarah Sushi though? Oh my that's, God, Sarah Sushi. Healthy. You know what? <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm underestimating Shopkins. I feel like they've run the gamut. They're, girl, they're, they're pretty awesome. Okay. All right. I'm I'll take saying. it. I'll take your word for it. You know, I, I do have little nieces and nephews, but None of them play with Shopkins. They, they're more of like the wooden toy type. Like the parents have gotten them toys oh. made of wood. So it's mm. like. <laughs> <laughs> Past, you know, toys have been passed down through the ages that are made of wood. Uh-huh. The Not vintage. A, yes. So they're too good for the shoppies. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I would love to see their faces if I bought them one of these things. I think they would. I think they would like them. That's the thing. Like, I feel yeah. like if they're oh exposed to it, they would love it. You know what? I think I'm going to mail these, mail them there some shotguns. All right. I'm inspired. <laughs> I'm going to be that aunt. <laughs> it's like, hey, guys, pop culture. <laughs> All right. So let's. <laughs> so we have them um, uh, um, uh, paired together. And um, I want to know what you felt about this as an inspiration for avant garde. About the, the sh- idea and yeah. concept or about the pairing? The pairing <laughs> and even using children in terms of inspiring um, something that's supposed to be avant-garde because, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you had any. Actually, I loved, I loved that angle because I do feel like children can inspire 
this sense of creativity that you may be out of touch with mm-hmm. or you know like I'm constantly looking at my kids artwork because they're such artists <laughs> and I'm I'm just like oh my gosh you made this are you sure you did this you know and I will literally stare at some of their things like in amazement so I'm I'm really glad that they did use kids and I thought it was quite cute and hilarious that a lot of the girls had sketches that they yeah, had already <laughs> they were like all right this is the direction you're gonna go in yeah. because I've already thought this through and I mean I think that's just so awesome yeah um some of the pairings I was a little bit like all right you guys really <laughs> it's like let's have the Asian girl with the Asian guy it was mm-hmm. like uh really y'all yeah <laughs> all the black girls got paired with the black women i wasn't and, yeah. i wasn't okay with that <laughs> i was like this is you don't need to you don't need to do all that that's doing too much you know yeah 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 well <laughs> i i really kind of really enjoyed um out of all of this seeing amy's uh so she's paired with this really fun little girl who just seems to be the best introvert on earth. Like she's clearly an introvert. She's like, I just like to sit inside all day and just read books and corners. And it just seems (laughs) like (laughs) Amy's in love with this girl. I'm in love with this girl. And, but they have these um, photos of Amy um, when she, with her daughter, because that's, this is the thing that happens with this pairing with her and reminds her of her, of her daughter. And um, I just thought Amy's old photos were amazing because she looks very different. Like her hair is very different. Everything is just like, mm-hmm. huh, another side to um, Professor Amy. It's really interesting. <laughs> but um, but just in general, I've, I, I agree. I feel like you need a little bit of this childlike fantasy to go into this mm-hmm. type of challenge because, because Samelia, I feel like fantasy and clothes is what avant-garde is all about. So in my opinion well of course so yeah i just feel like just clothes together but also children inside of them and also children talking about clothes Hmm. in in such a a a wonderful and 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 um freeing way because yeah that's that's avant-garde um yeah so let's 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 go off to mood yes so they have three hundred dollars a shop but they only have one day for this. I don't think that's very avant-garde. I, I'll have to say. Yeah. Just that, one oh, day. Scares me. Yes. Scares me too. And I think it scares a lot of people, um, as we'll see moving on. But did anything stand out to you in this time and mood? Yeah, Amy is not focused. And I'm, I mean, I'm getting worried because we got that little backstory about her. What do you call it? The the whatever <laughs> where you get a lot of backstory of, from somebody and then it's like oh well they're out I know oh no yes so I'm getting scared <laughs> oh, because <God>. she's <laughs> she's you on know, your bracket I, I exactly like girl yeah don't, yeah <laughs> don't mess it up hold it together yeah she gets so she's the, not focused and she gets the blandest muckiest colors like she got khaki something look khaki brown yeah, she just grabbed black, anything just, yeah 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 and she she even said during that consultation she just 
She was just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> like, girl, like, whatever. You need to do your work. Stay focused. Forget this challenge. I want to play with yeah. this kid right now. I'm like, oh, no, Amy, could you just focus? <laughs> and I noticed, like, Michael's fabric in particular because it was so glittery. Right. Um, He got this all, I mean, he just got glitter. This <laughs> glitter fabric or what, whether it was sequins or whatever um, for his jumpsuit that he's making. So I'm yeah. a little, like, I don't know, but... I'm really intrigued as well. Yeah. So, and I thought that was such a contrast to Amy because he went in, he knew exactly what he wanted. Exactly. Also, he had a more focused time with yeah. his um, shoppy super fan. Right. Yeah. Um, so he, I've, I, now I know when I go in a mood, if I want some sequence, I'll just, I was like, yeah, I want something muy disco. Cause that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, silver, muy disco, como gris. And I was like, what movie disco <laughs> all right okay and i think it's quite amazing that they know exactly where every yeah like oh yeah that movie disco is actually right here yes yes i mean <laughs> like he, what i mean honestly those people in mood are amazing so they know their stuff i mean yeah i mean how many bolts of fabric is in that place Tens even of thousands. just looking at I, yeah i believe it <laughs> my goodness and then they got the back room that nobody knows about. i know <laughs> Um, and we have Botany who made me really happy because she was choosing a lot of color and mm -hmm. um, picking out prints in the similar section. And I really didn't know what type of fabric this was, but um, do you do you remember it? It looked um, it was kind of meshy. Yeah, like a mesh sort of a. It, it almost a looked spongy in a way, though. Yeah, yeah. Because I have no idea where that is but it, yeah it all had the same type of it's probably in that back room yeah i know <laughs> where they only take the designers from project runway like yeah. you see this for you botany <laughs> if i were working in mood and botany came in and she went and grabbed some stuff the way amy did and she was we were still doing this and and she was on my bracket i would just shove her towards prince i would just be like botany come over here look I already chose some fabric. Yeah, for I know. I don't know what know. challenge it is, but here, can you just choose from this? And exactly. Yeah, <sighs> I wrote. I wrote um, under botany, like, girl, you better pick a print, please. <laughs> please pick a print. Yeah. Um, also, Swatch is exhausted. I think Swatch loves these people by now. Like, you know, I feel like he <laughs> sees them every day, and he's just kind of like, oh, I just, I just wait for you guys, and then at the end, he just collapses. Uh huh. Um, I still need a Swatch birthday shirt. Yeah, I think you <laughs> I can still get, get them. They're still yeah. there. Uh. All right. So, um, let's go back into the workroom. All right. So yes. we're done with mood. Um, and the workroom is amazing. It feels different. It has a whole different vibe. I wonder why. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all the toxicity whatever however you say it is is gone <laughs> right like they're talking to each other they're not side-eyeing other things going on in the workroom mm -hmm. or people running around you know it's just kind of like okay i'm going to focus and i'm going to start you know looking at my mannequin and figuring mm -hmm. out what i'm going to put on it and uh there was a moment that I want to ask you about because I don't really understand what was happening. So Michael, Michael's model this week is Misha. Right. And I think by now uh, we're pretty familiar with the, with the models. And uh, 
Margarita, he, he goes to Margarita. He was like, Margarita, you said you had to go bleep on Misha. Yeah. What? Did you hear that? I re- actually rewound it because I didn't, I, I didn't get what he said. Yeah. Because Margarita's face was like, oh, oh my God. Why are you, why'd you say that? <laughs> I, oh my I goodness. To- I told you that you were supposed <laughs> to say that out loud. That's what her uh, face looked like. That's what I figured. <laughs> That's why I tried to rewind it and figure out what he said. <laughs> um, because he's making something that has to fit her body like a glove. Right. And so he, uh, it has something to do with uh, her pants or her, maybe her crotch area. But I don't really understand like what was going on. Oh, there. he said you have to go down on Misha. Huh? I have, I have the, okay. I have uh, the subtitles. That's okay. what he said. He said, Margaret, he's, you said you had to go down on Misha or something. Oh, what does that mean? I have no idea what that means. Um, mm. Interesting. I don't know. All right. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Well, if, if if any of you listeners have any idea what that was, <laughs> I'm curious. Then she was like, whoa, what are you saying? <laughs> you didn't do pants on Misha? She heard. Something, something about the inseam. Yeah. Yeah anyway <laughs> all right okay well let's move on and um because we have a little bit of time um but i think we do have tim coming in for his crit pretty quickly um so unfortunately we don't have a lot of pre-tim time because i feel like you know this is a weird episode so yeah let's just get right to it um so tim comes in and and is is walking around like nothing has happened as if nothing happened yesterday still and uh, he walks. In, he's walking over to Botany, and he congratulates her for still being here for some reason. It's like, oh, you're still here. <laughs> and I think this is the first time where we get from Botany any sense of fight, because she uh, she has told the camera that she understands that she almost went home. Okay, she gets that great, mm-hmm. and now she understands that she really has to make a comeback and prove to the judges that she deserves to stay here. Great. Good. I want. Okay, hold on to that botany. Hold on. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so this this to me, I I feel like the crit from Tim was more um definitive, or even I would say uh more explicit than his crits with her have been in the past, where he tells her to get rid of this back piece that she's building into her garment. That's mm-hmm. supposed to give her um, look this insect feel. And we know that she's already done a butterfly inspired outfit before. Um, but even though I, you know, I would have been fine with her bringing back the butterfly inspiration. And when Tim told her to get rid of that, I was like, no, please keep it. <laughs> it looks interesting. Yeah. But I don't know how you felt about that. I just w- didn't know what that thing was. I didn't know. Yeah. And I don't remember really seeing her sketch. Right. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's all right. Get rid of it. <laughs> but I think sometimes, you know, when you have these weird appendages coming out of nowhere, even mm-hmm. if you don't know what it is, even though we don't know what it is, and even though botany can't explain what it is, I feel like that is what avant-garde is all about. True. True. She so. she needed to be strong in, in her design and where she was coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, regardless of what Tim said. Right. But I honestly just felt like just from seeing what she had on the dress form that she needed to hone it in a little bit mm-hmm. because it was starting to look a little sporadic to me. And I was like, all right, let's, you know, bring it together. I think sporadic is such a good word to use for this. Um, because unfortunately, uh, it looks as if she's just sort of haphazardly pinning things to the mannequin yeah. when he comes over. And there's a little bit of structure on top. There's a little bit of uh, a bodice with this really wonderful royal blue fabric that she's using. But then Mm -hmm. um, uh, she's sort of just like sticking fabric on top of it. And then, you know, she has that appendage that I was like, okay, is there just going to be one appendage or two? But honestly, I feel, I mean, that's really what avant-garde is all about is appendages and you know and blues Mm -hmm. and really melding the different colors yeah to make them work yeah i mean even if it doesn't work you know Mm -hmm. but make them new right even if it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. so all right yeah um anyone else in the workroom stood out to you during this crit time with tim Ah, so Kentaro, he, I mean, I, I don't really know exactly what he's doing yet, but Mm -hmm. the way he's explaining what he's trying to do to Tim sounds really cool. He's just saying like, he's going to sort of build different parts on his model. Mm -hmm. And I I wrote down origami, you know, like Mm. having different different elements that kind of work together sort of like an origami in an origami way yeah i mean that could be really cool so i know he said he wanted to i think he said he wanted to create a feeling instead of Mm. a structural object and so i thought origami too but more in an organic way where Mm -hmm. instead of having you know um uh like a sequence of folds that he was just like i feel like i should fold to the left or i feel like I should pin this to the right or, you know, something like that where I was like, huh, right. That's really interesting. I don't know how you're going to do that without the model there. That was the only thing that I was worried about. How, how would you start without her there? So, but yeah, yeah. Um, any, anyone, well, I thought, okay, so he goes on to Margarita next as if, as if nothing happened, (laughs) just saying, uh, he comes over to Margarita and just basically said that what she's making is great. So nothing happened the day right. before. So um, um, I would like to point out Kenya because she's on my on my bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, is she on your bracket too? I can't remember. No. Okay, good. Okay, she's only on my bracket. <laughs> and I just realized that I chose I chose the person who does the things that I really um that really annoy me. I chose the I know, queen. I'm so surprised. Oh my god. I'm I just realized it this episode. So um I have a thing about Peplum and I have a thing about jumpsuits specifically. Wait and Kenya is on my bracket. Oh my gosh, great. I I'm not rem- alone. I couldn't remember. Okay, okay good. Yes. I'm not alone with this. Uh <laughs> Because so what is what is Kenya doing for this? <laughs> Shocker! Oh my goodness, I thought about you. Shocker! She's <laughs> she's doing like this mermaid dress, and then like faux peplum, wiry peplum thing. I don't know. It looks like wires from her sketch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, 
all the things that she's been doing all season. Yeah. And, and <laughs> that Ernest hates. And she's and, and she's just okay with that. Um I know. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it together because I I I was so disappointed when I saw her sketch and I was just like, you know, um her shoppy fan um basically just told her to do something dramatic. And yeah. to me, um it looked like the tendrils were going to they were coming out of the waist and they were they would take the form or the shape of a peplum, but she wouldn't actually have a peplum on there. But it really looked like she was already putting peplum on that mannequin yeah, when Tim walked over. And I was just like, was. holy crapness. So she's now she's got peplum over the bust. So we've seen <sighs> peplum in really interesting areas from from uh, from Kenya. We've had peplum on the wrists and peplum on, now the, on knees. the knees. <laughs> we've had peplum on the busts now. We have petals oh everywhere, goodness. petals and peplum. And I was I like, feel holy like- crap. Girl, if you're going to do that, I mean, this is avant-garde. Yeah. You know, like, overdo it. Yes, you could do it. And and if anyone can Be do it, it is her. queen. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but it seemed like, it seems like she's in a pretty good space and Tim is just, like, laughing at her and just loves her. I just, I like her, too. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just done with the peplum. That's it. I love Kenya. I know. All right. And, uh, and on to Ayana, who... We get to see so much more of Ayana in this episode, and I'm really happy about it. Um, yeah. She's also a person who's um, on our bracket. She's on my bracket, and she's on Nalan's bracket. And uh, she's she's unfortunately panicking and throws up a bunch of different fabrics in front of Tim. She's like, I have got this. I got that. I'm going to do a lot of ruffles. I'm going to do a huge bow. And, and I, I, yeah, heard, I, like, I heard ruffles and bows. I was like, uh-oh. Oh, I know. No. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when she pulled out that polka dot fabric, I was like, oh, it's too, it's too much. <laughs> I actually liked the polka dot fabric. I mean, just in conjunction with the other fabrics she had, I yes. was, it was overkill to me. Like, I, I couldn't. I liked it. I was a little upset that she, I don't, okay, this is the thing. You chose it. You chose it. Don't just right. throw it up and like, I know it's a lot. Oh my gosh, this is too much. Look at all this stuff I have. I mean, Put it together. It looked right. like it could have gelled together, but I just didn't like that she instantly brought it back and brought it down. And Tim again was so explicit in get rid of this, 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 and that. And I, you know, he starts telling her straight off the bat instead of trying to lead her through her process. I feel like he mm-hmm. kind of force fed her what fabrics she, he, she should use. And I, I appreciate the focus he's trying to give her but i i felt a little was i was just like come on ayana i just kind of can you just make a decision and get it together oh, no. um, i don't know how you felt about that but i was i was i'm always put off when tim is telling them no you know yeah <laughs> yeah i mean sometimes it's necessary but yeah i feel like it can deter somebody from a really great design because you know they're not they're not done yet right yeah so um yeah yeah. mixed feelings yeah me too uh so um and we have michael and his disco party (laughs) yeah i i am actually liking this i'm surprised at myself really i'm like 
Yeah, I mean, just because I, I like it. Wait, why? <laughs> so are you surprised because of his choice of fabric? I'm surprised that I like it. Well, just because, yeah, it just seems so loud. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I guess that's avant-garde, right? Loud and all over the place yeah. and extravagant. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> that is what avant-garde is all about. Right. You know? The, so. the sequins and mm-hmm. and even just the 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 waviness and at at this point, um, Tim is a little apprehensive because he's like, hmm, sequins. And I feel like I learned mm-hmm. something. I've never worked with sequins before. I don't know if you have, but um, yes, you have. Is it a pain mm-hmm. in the ass? It probably is. Yeah, because the stuff like sheds and. It's I don't I don't know I only did it once, and I was like eh, I'm good. Mm. <laughs> it is it's it is a pain. Yeah yeah, and it's interesting because you know he's like oh it has to be flawless and and I I I think it's uh I don't know I think this is good for Michael to hear because mm-hmm. he tends to choose these really tough fabrics to work with and he's done it before right and we've seen him do these things where it's you can see all the puckering around the seams and yeah then he chooses one of the hardest fabrics to work with and um and yeah I feel like I'm I'm well thinking through it I think it's good that Tim sort of was like I'm I'm concerned for you you need to get this and have it be done flawlessly because you know Seriously, right. you walked off that stage yesterday. <laughs> you can't just show up tomorrow <laughs> with a piece of crap after you you did that little whatever, you know, like, but, but nothing happened. Nothing happened yesterday. It's a <laughs> brand new day. So anyway, um, so let's move on to Amy. What did you think about this with Amy? Blech. <laughs> I was like, girl, what the hell? (laughs) What is going on? (sighs) Yeah, you definitely see the the uh, lack of focus Mm. here. Mm. I feel like she needs more color or less color or I mean, I'm confused looking at her piece. Yeah, yeah. It's just this black and taupe or whatever the (sighs) fabric is. It's a black coat dress, right? Mm -hmm. And then with this taupe cape thing off of one shoulder it's so odd but it, there was also a pleated skirt on the side of oh one my. part of the coat girl you know? yes so she pleated <laughs> that she pleated that material mm. before tim came in you know it's, and to me it's a lot of a lot of effort spent on something that's yeah, very ugly that's, mm-hmm. i you know i to pleat anything that's so nothing yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but sometimes amelia you know nothing yeah. is what avant-garde is all about right yeah i mean it, avant-garde is really about it's about the nothing but then the something within the nothing mm-hmm. but if it's, you will but it's more like if you i feel like but if you pleat that nothing then mm. it takes away from from it in in a sense like it makes it something but the something mm-hmm. is, is yeah is um inherently boring i feel like I right. really just, just, I just really didn't appreciate that she spent all that time pleading that ugly thing. Like, come on, I know. Amy. That's not what avant garde is about. Exactly. So, um, anyway, so, so poor Amy. It's just, ugh, it's not good. But Brandon, yeah. 
so. Um, he's making a dress. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like his his piece is looking too safe at mm-hmm. this point. To mm-hmm. me, it doesn't look very avant-garde. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, does he... I mean, you sort of see him struggling or... Maybe it's just what the other designers are yeah, I mean, perceiving. I mean, as... I, I feel like he gave it away when he said, hey, Tim, I made a dress. Now I'm going to make it avant-garde. What? <laughs> Wait a second. It's like, I made this. Now I'm going to do something to it. Like, what? <laughs> and he, you know, and it was a finished dress. You know, if you want to think about it simply just the dress it was finished it was kind of like a halter top with this um white um lined in white and this like mint green looking color or whatever also it's you know it was it was kind of a thing already if Mm -hmm. this were not an avant-garde challenge and i feel like tim just the way he did with ayana and botany he kind of just shoved some avant-gardeness at brandon you know, and he yeah. he's just sort of like trying to imbue him with these thoughts because I, I I think he sees him just standing still like he's done a lot of work, but he's just standing still. And um, yeah, they get to the point of where and Amy makes a great observation about um, Brandon's design aesthetic that he makes these simple shapes and just layers them. Because he does say, it's like, okay, I'm going to make this dress again and again and again and again. I'm just going to put it on top of each other. Mm-hmm. That'll be on my guard. So right. I was like, well, that's something. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's not this dress, yeah. just a dress. Um, So at the end of the crit, Tim Lee's pretty excited, which, you know, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy that he is um, feeling good about this because I, it just doesn't seem as if anyone else is feeling a hundred percent about what they're doing. Um, And we have the end of the day, and the and a little bit of model time, and mm-hmm. I have to say that we have a chance to see the designers really problem solve some some stuff. And this is where I'm I'm still very aware. I'm even more aware of, at this moment that we don't have the distraction of others. But I will say <laughs> just just to pull it out of the out of the woodwork that I really am missing Kuts and I. <laughs> <laughs> oh. this challenge I was like we finally have a perfect workroom with no distractions and we have an avant-garde challenge that I think Man. that if Chris and I were here just to bring that back from the you know like way back from the dead of I wonder three. how that would what that would look like to bring to randomly bring in voted off designers mm-hmm. for a challenge like I wonder that would be crazy like to give them another chance at to get back in Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think that would that would be great if we could choose as as uh as viewers if we could vote for it um yeah but i know choice yeah people's choice our choice yeah um also we see ayana making a chicken coop where did she get (laughs) chicken wire from girl from that back room what like what do they have back there i want to see what's in that closet they have all the wire they need it's like what else do you have to to build these clothes out i really love it when they get really crafty and and do things like this i mean i was a little scared for her but i wanted to watch her do every moment of it 
I know they are literally building garments. It's mm-hmm. quite amazing. I mean, that's that's really what avant garde is about. It's yes. about building. Right, with something. chicken wire. Yeah. Yeah. And using like unconventional materials and using unconventional thought processes and it's about all of that. Yeah. Making it grandiose. Right. And then putting a lot of ruffles on it. You know, sometimes yeah. You need some ruffles um, around some chicken wire. And uh, yeah, I agree. That's what avant-garde is all about. I agree. Um, so we have the models coming in. And I was waiting for this moment to see how Kentaro was going to construct his garment. Um, but but I was really pleasantly surprised by how Ayana and Lyris are interacting. Because this is another thing that we have not gotten a lot of drama about is Lyris. I feel as if Lyris has sort of, she's, she's one of the models. If this is her first time listening, she's our, one of our favorite models. Um, Samilia. Queen Lyris. Yeah. As, as I say, not, not her nose, just Samilia. I call her Lyris. Mm-hmm. Um, I refuse, but Samilia is like probably a bigger fan than I am. But what I really loved is that Ayana is busy making her chicken hoop, chicken wire coop hoop dress chicken coop hoop <laughs> and telling Lyris she's like Lyris this is what you're wearing instead of our some previous um uh, designers who have sort of gotten um out egoed or out uh experienced by Lyris because because mm. Lyris is has a very strong idea of what she looks good in and and what whether she likes what the designer is making for her and I, I this is our this is Ayana's first time working with her and I really love that Ayana was like look Lyris, you're going to wear this and, uh, you know, just go with it. And it was fine. It was fine. I loved it. I, I thought it was a really uh-huh. nice interaction. Um, yeah. Yeah. But what about what else? Did anything else about the model time stick out to you? Hmm. Let's see. Wait. Oh, just a comment that Amy said, is Jasmine really nine feet? She was like, Jasmine's oh, yeah, because Jasmine tall. is nine feet. And I was like, really? She's not nine <laughs> feet, though. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if like, she was over she? six feet. Was, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, I I just got sidetracked by that. Also, compared to Amy, and I think compared to the other models, I know Monique is extremely tall. So is um, yeah. and so is Jasmine. I think Monique might be the tallest model. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, the, yeah, I mean, the one, one thing I wrote down was how, um, Misha was really intrigued by the sheer unitard or whatever Me Michael too. made. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really thought it was great. The undergarment he was making. That's another thing about sequence yeah. I think is really important to know is that mm. the, um, the wrong side of sequence is probably not very comfortable against your skin. Not you need to line that. So he made a fitted undergarment for her. Yeah. that, And that's what he was asking Margarita about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and maybe that's what it meant. Like he had to get like real close down in there. Right. So I have a feeling yeah. that's, that's what, that's what he meant. Okay. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm just really glad he's lining it. And it's interesting to see him like, it just looked like it fit like a glove. Um, mm-hmm. I also thought, 
that, um, let's see, we have Brandon and Kentaro having a really quick session with each other towards the end of their model time. Because uh, mm-hmm. Brandon really doesn't fit his model because he doesn't really have anything to fit on her. He is freaking out officially. Yeah. So, yeah. So we have we have that. Um, we also have Monique's face. She's with Botany. Oh. And uh, Botany is just, I don't know man. what she's throwing on Monique. Oh, I feel man. really sorry for her. But her face just looked kind of horrified scared and Mm -hmm. a little a little confused i wouldn't say pissed but i would just be like a little unsure used to be pissed yeah i felt i felt bad for monique though yeah me too same here um and i think this kind of brings us into the day of the runway because we still have the models who come right on in and we still have the designers feeling pretty insecure about this avant-garde challenge that was only they were only given a day for this and mm-hmm. uh i'll just point out right off the bat that we open up and margarita has on lab safety goggles i love it i didn't notice she was wearing lab safety goggles also where did they get that from that's also in the closet with the chicken wire <laughs> you know like they have all this safety equipment for them it's I know. Great. I just want a tour of like their closet and Same. you know <laughs> what kind of snacks y'all got. I know. I, mean, I care less about the snacks. I just want to know, know, like, do you guys have, you know, um, I don't know, p- putty, uh, uh, I don't know, just just what do you have? Canvas back there, right? They must have dye all the time. Um, I just want to know what is what is at their their fingertips. Like what what are their mm-hmm. options? Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, and 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 again, I I think we have a uh, oh my god, we have an issue with botany. <sighs> I wrote Sai a lot oh. when I wrote about botany because <laughs> yeah. she is fitting Monique in her outfit. Finally, um, has it on and is asking her, she's like, oh, when you walk, is a skirt riding up? And Monique is like, yeah, when I'm walking, it's coming way up. And all she does is just like, like she just yanks it down. Like she gets underneath Monique and just pulling at that skirt. And I was just yeah. thinking, I'm like, I wonder if you had time to maybe make another one or yeah. just to, to, to just kind of wrap something up. Because while they're having that malfunction with her skirt, Botany decides to pull out of her ass a hood like she is just like hmm, we've got 10 minutes oh, till the man. runway let me make this hood real quick and she's fitting yeah. it around i'm like i feel like there are other things that you need to fix mm-hmm. before you make that hood um but it was really interesting because it just also seemed like she was very calm and and collected and and, and cool and i i i was because she's on my she's on my bracket and she yeah. is again she's my homegirl i was really i was really worried really worried but um, anyway, anything about this run up to the runway that stood out to you besides all that? Or if you had things to say about botany? <laughs> botany. Uh, no, no. I mean, I agreed that it, it was really looking thrown together mm-hmm. and not polished. So I was like, uh, I was afraid for her. 
Man, I I will say that I left the um, this portion wishing with a wish list for mood for classes. Like I want a class with Michael about working with sequence and fitting and then with margarita on hand sewing like i really want Mm. i I just was so fascinated i was like i really want a a close-up on how you guys did this i I would like more time with how they built their clothes yeah so um so yeah all right so shall we go to the runway now oh but before we do i actually love kentaro's little joke at the end there oh what joke He's like, don't bring measuring tape or tape measure. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, he's like, it's time to go, designers. Don't bring a tape measure. <laughs> In case you forgot. <laughs> oh, right. Things happened, people. <laughs> yeah, remember that? <laughs> remember the beginning of this episode? <laughs> All that happened. <laughs> he is so funny because... It, it, he was talking about going to the sauna. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Kenya was like, what? Like she couldn't hear him, I guess, <laughs> over the machines or whatever. And he, and she thought he said salmon or something. And then he said, Santa, I was dying. What is so <laughs> funny is that Kenya never understands what Kentaro is saying. And he knows it. I feel like he knows it. And it's like, he Kenya, does. Kenya, you want to go to the sauna? And she's just, what? Sauna? And she's like, salmon? Sauna. Salmon? Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he is just and then he starts throwing a messing with her. He's like, Merry Christmas. Just... I was dying. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> I feel like he just really, really loves messing with Kenya. And I just think it's hilarious. Yes, I no longer great. think he's he's creepy and weird. Well, he's been blinking now, so it's he no it's he hasn't, Samelia. He, he has he, been. he still has he? Yeah. Are you sure? I don't I'm think he sure. blinks anymore. He's... He's no, he's definitely blinking. I've noticed. You know, (laughs) I'm glad you because have you been counting? (laughs) I feel like I need to count. (laughs) Oh my goodness, the lack of blinking. He started blinking like four challenges ago. (laughs) All right, okay. I feel like that's when I started warming up to him. So maybe it's unconscious. Exactly right. My subconscious is absorbing the the increased amount of blinks. The yeah. blinking frequency is going up. And that is mm-hmm. what avant-garde is all about. It is. It, it really. That is, that is what it's all Truly. about. So Kintaro, Because if you don't, then yeah. You know, we need some charts and graphs of the frequency of his blinks. And he mm-hmm. can probably take that and make it into an outfit. And that mm-hmm. in and of itself is, it could be about um, his his eyes opening up, um, his wow. his increased need for for um for moisturization of his corneas mm-hmm. and how how helpful blinking is to his eyesight that conceptuality exactly that, that's really yes. grasping yes it's all it's gonna be mm. a look all about seeing mm. seeing and laughing mm-hmm. in avant-garde avant-garde yeah so all right so let's move on to the runway yes <laughs> <laughs> This is my favorite episode of every season we've ever done. I love the avant-garde challenge. <laughs> All right. So let's get to the runway. And we'll introduce the judges. Um, this is the time where you're going to click in our description section on our cheat sheet link. So, again, we have our cheat sheets with all the final looks of the runway. And this season, they're um, separated into the high scores, the low scores, and then the safe dot 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 sigh 
um, section. And we have for our judges this week, we have Zach, um, who this week looks so cute and awkward. They had the camera on his face for way too long. And you could see his face like struggle between smile and and not smile and smiling. And he has this like, I don't know, his this toothy grin. Anyway, so we have Zach. I'm sorry. Zach is just too cute. I can't. So <laughs> Such a nerd. I love it. So I know. Nerdy. It's too much. <laughs> so, uh, and then we have Nina and um, and Heidi. And we have Kate Upton. Um, oh no one goodness. from Shopee. So maybe Kate Upton oh, likes oh. Shopee's or sh- she would, has kids who play with Shopee's. I don't understand what what they're doing with the judging here. Like, like, am I wrong? Past seasons, they've had actual the people from these mm-hmm. companies, right? I As part of the judging panel in the corporate world, you would call them stakeholders, like people yeah. who had some skin in the game, who could I'm make just... some final decisions about what actually um, is in brand. Um, but no, we don't have that. We have Kate Upton. I feel like it it a little bit diminishes the I don't know when they do that it's like well who's this random person <laughs> and I mean I don't know I kind of feel like well so you're so what you're a model and an actress like right. what does that have to do with Shopkins shoppies right. like I mean even at least I think we've had in past seasons designers who you would consider to to be at least very fashion forward in their sensibilities with design um, mm-hmm. Since this is an avant-garde challenge, and um, we don't have it, and we knew we weren't going to get that, but I think it's interesting coming from last episode where Dixie kind of came in anyway, and Teresa B- B- Basang was like, "You know what? We liked Brandon's, so we're going to choose that." I'm like, you should have been on the panel. Exactly. So you could choose All right, Brandon's producers. All right, please, for the future. For next- you know, we're okay with it. Even <laughs> we, if you want to have Kate Upton and um someone yeah, from Shoppy. Right. Um, Shopkins. Yes. That would be perfectly fine. Yes. But at least have, you know, somebody from the company on the judging panel. Yeah. That could be snarky. Weird. It's like this is something that a Shopkins would never wear. Yeah. Um, I don't understand the reasoning. Yeah. All right. So let's let's get to this runway. And We'll, we'll we're gonna start off with our our safe, um, our safe people because we are um man we're we're down to the wire and so we don't have many designers left, so I we we definitely have room to go through everyone, and we only have two yeah. in a safe batch on the side and that's we have Kenya first. So, mm-hmm. so Samelia, what did you think about this outfit? I just thought it was okay. I mean, it was it was not avant-garde to mm. me. I didn't see the avant-gardeness in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fabric was really cool. I liked that. Yeah, but I mean, it is basically what she's been doing. Yeah, peplums all over. I mean, it wasn't even like a super a million peplums. It was just like okay, here's some peplums. Yeah, I think, and I... then. No, go ahead. Yeah. No, and then the mermaid dress. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm. I was a little disappointed by this, even though I, I love the fabric choice, and I love that she did this in one day. It looks amazing. Right. It fits really well. 
Um, the only thing that I was a little weirded out by was how it was filmed or how the model was filmed walking down the runway. So if you do oh, watch this episode, man. there's all this editing in slow motion and just cutting around the body. And you could tell this girl could not walk in she this couldn't. dress. I know. It was so awkward. She could not walk. If you look at her upper thighs, there's not enough room there for her legs to move. Yeah. You know, standing still it probably would have been fine. Also on beyond that, it was too long. You know? It was the length of the dress looks like a mistake. It just looked like she didn't have time to hem it. Um, it would have been different if there was a train and, and it looked more purposeful, but man. Yeah. But I have to say, these weren't conventional peplums. I like the fact that they actually look like little flower petals on the side. Mm-hmm. That's true. True. Good for that much. If they yeah. were, you know, a different scale. Yeah. Yeah. I think cool. they should have been huge because you know who's done yeah. really great peplum in the bet in the in the for avant-garde challenges in the past. Do you want to just guess? It's our favorite. Uh, oh, my brain. Not Keeney. Keeney no. didn't do peplums. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't think of... Stom. Really? Yeah. I totally forgot. Oh, I'm going to have to go back. Yeah, she did like a peplum-shaped really? jacket for her avant- no. their avant-garde challenge. I'm pretty sure Dude, it was a I peplum totally on forgot. the jacket that was inspired Whoa. by butterflies. What? You know, I'm okay, saying. I'm going to have to go back and watch that Just again. saying. You know, I'm not wow. putting that on... an. I'm not putting... This is not a just saying section i'm just i'm <laughs> actually just saying um all right and then so and let's uh, move on to kentaro oh. i didn't get it oh you didn't well i mean ju- I, w- I just kept thinking wait but what about you building it on her mm-hmm. what was the i was just i oh, feel yeah. like i missed something yeah i think we did I think we did. And I think also it was an issue. How were you going to do that if you don't have the model there? Right. And how are you, how are you actually practically going to build it that way? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this, I thought the, um, I don't know what you would call that, but the structure on top of the tutu, or I guess that is a tutu. I guess it's sort of a peplum in a way, a tutu. I mean, is it? Peplum? I don't know. Maybe it is. It's almost like a floating sculpture. I did love that. That was gorgeous. And I wanted to see that up close because the, it looked billowy and like a pillow cloud type something. I don't know how he did that. Yeah. Me neither. It looked like maybe he had uh, starched it and because it has this um, rigid look to it, but I know it's not. I, I, it looks like it could yeah. also be soft, but it looks like it was it's just sculpted cr- it out of looked, paper mache yeah. or something. Yeah. It is bizarre. I mean, that is, that was so cool, that technique. Yeah. But as far as the rest of the look in its entirety, it, it didn't feel very new or avant-garde. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of what he did when he had Misha with the streetwear yeah. Yeah. challenge with, with the, the leggings. With the leggings. Yeah, just it. like that you know, breaking things up in that way was yeah. a similar, yeah. you know, breaking point for that Man. look. Yeah. That was the innovation challenge, which mm. I think is interesting because I think Kenya, both Kenya and Kentaro made outfits very similar to what they made in the innovation challenge. Yeah. His was a, a, a white version of, or a light pinkish version of the black 
um, ballerina that he made, the black swan. And then Kenya um, used a different type of textile, but still like a black and white motif kind of thing. Yeah. So. All right. Anyway, but they're both safe. They're both safe. So. And so part of my bracket's great. <laughs> still intact. Part of our bracket. Um, mm-hmm. But, oh, here here's where we get into really scary territory. Because we have four high scores and two low scores. Interesting. That's how that's how good this runway was, apparently. So we have the low scores. We have Botany and Amy. Oh. Oh man. Who Which, you know, honestly, I feel like the the judging was pretty on point this time. But I'm curious. Like, I thought Brandon was in the bottom. Honestly, I I would have thought he'd been safe. Okay. I thought he was since he was on the runway that mm-hmm. he was in the bottom. I was like, okay, all right. They didn't congratulate him and put him through next week. So, yeah, cuz I thought anyway, we'll get to that later, but yeah, so we have Botany and Amy. Mm-hmm. Who do you, who do you want to start with? You want to, I have a lot to say, <laughs> so you should go first. <laughs> oh man, Botany. Oh my girl, what was it she was saying to Tim about, you know, I'm I'm here to win this now that that I've been brought back from from gone. Oh, or, she said that? When Tim came to critique her, he was she was like, you know, I just feel like this is a second chance or whatever, and I'm here to win this. Yeah. Girl, it don't look like you were definitely not. This, honestly, I felt a little sad for her because it it's like she didn't know that it was atrocious. (laughs) But I mean, did you get that? I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think she really thought this was like. I think that's up there. That's what that's what bothered me. I'm so confused by this. And I'm not confused anymore because you know how we were with the first uh, first challenge and we were all confused because she comes in, she's styled to the max. She's got yeah. all of the the accessories and all of the the prints put together in this this really eccentric and um exciting way and then she chooses this very bland gray fabric with some white lace whatever and she whips something together that just looks awful and I feel like I've gotten over the fact that she has an issue with translating her sense of style to her designs and I I honestly don't know I don't know if she was faking it or I don't know if she really thought this was great because it's kind of I mean you know, <laughs> it's kind of obvious that this is a mess. Yeah. It is so obvious. No, it's really obvious. And what makes me so mad is that the cape she made at the last minute is the best thing about this look. She should have mm. kept that cape on. Although, you know, as soon as they were in front of the judges, the judges would have asked Monique to take the cape off. And Monique would have been like, look, look at this underneath. But, you know, right. I thought the cape actually turned out really well. And it would have been great if she could have start it there and then build something based off of that silhouette somehow, because it's mm-hmm. just weird to me. She's capable. She's very capable. 
but I don't understand how she made this garment. You know what I think? I think she's a very good designer, but she does not work well in conditions such as the ones in Project Runway. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, where, where, where you're working under time constraints and it's just a lot of constraints in your mind and there's new things thrown at you all the time and you mm-hmm. I feel like she doesn't have adequate time for her to process through what's required for the design and then to make it cohesive and then to actually have the finished product yeah I mean I you know I, I just I don't feel like sense. this is a good this isn't a good marriage for her I don't feel like she's a bad designer I mm-hmm. just feel like she's not able to produce her best work in this setting yeah yeah I mean you know and I I I agree with that because she even thinking about her personality she is mm-hmm. so low-key and so understated exactly. in how she communicates um but the way she presents herself I think she sets bars and expectations for herself extremely high as mm-hmm. as someone who's just looking at her like if you just look at her you're like Oh my God, you must be extraordinary. You must be amazing. And yeah, no, she is a good designer. And I, I do think, I think you're right. You know, her, her cadence is really slow and, um, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it is because Mm. even the, (laughs) even the judges are really confused by this. Yeah. Um, and I wrote down what she said in response to, or in and when she was introducing the piece and she's like, yeah, I wanted to play with volume and color. And that's pretty much what she said. She did not reference the shoppy uh, or mm. any inspiration from the shoppy. She said nothing about butterflies or insects. I don't even know what her shoppy inspiration was, but um, I think you're right. Like she just sort of didn't process that part of it. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Um, she didn't really have great answers for any of the judges questions about, the choices she made in particular with that skirt that was writing up and Heidi looks right. at it. It's like, why, what is that skirt doing there? Why is that skirt? And she's like, I, I, I like the skirt. I like, I like the black showing on the side. And Nina's like, it looks like it was unfinished. Like, what is the effect mm-hmm. you want to create? And she's like, um, I just like it. I like to break I I want to break up the colors. I was like, no, Botany, it's not good enough. <laughs> it's not good enough. Oh uh, man. Zach called it laundry day. I oh. didn't I didn't think it was laundry day, but holy crap. It was just it was just scraps. It was scraps of fabric pieced yeah. together, kind of. So uh, Yeah. But I, I have to say, I really like the cape she made. I'm just gonna say the outerwear was great. <laughs> So uh, that was the one thing I was like, oh, man, you know, when you just sort of think, don't think about it, don't process it too much a little bit, maybe at the very end, then you you came up with something I thought was really, really nice. Isn't it interesting how Botany and Amy are in the bottom and they're like, it's sort of a similar silhouette when you see Botany's look with the cape on. You know what? I just noticed you. You know what? You're right. You were right. It's really fascinating. Mm. I mean, and if we want to go to Amy's, the problem with hers is that with botany, with that detail on the shoulder, where the cape kind of 
scoops around and does this these little folds on his side. Really yeah. beautiful. Amy, I don't really. It she just, missed it. <laughs> yeah, she just kind of looks like she tacked on that yeah, beige it fabric, literally... and it just doesn't. It, it as I feel like Tim would say, it's not integrated into the garment. It really isn't. I mean, it just looks like a mistake, even from the back. It's just like, what's that thing hanging off your arm? What, you know, what, what, like, what do you think it would look like? It would have looked like if she just left it off. And there was no beige. Still, it was just this I mean, black. it would have at least things would have made more sense, but it just it still would have been equally as bad of a look. Hmm. It's just not. It really just looks like she didn't try. Hmm. Compared to what you see from Amy at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. and all of her innovation in every single piece, and then you she shows up with this, it's like what in the world? Yeah, yeah. I saw. I remember thinking about the collar in the workroom when she put that high collar up of just how I mean Michael mentioned it as being dated avant-garde and I totally agreed it's just the high neck and yeah. seeing it all the time and it's very uh-huh. um you know it's something that she can construct but yeah you know it just doesn't look as if there's much structure in anything yeah i, I would not. like to see how that leather underdress that jasmine is wearing looks but i have a feeling that it's just a simple bodycon mm-hmm. dress and I, we, I, we don't even really know how much um was put into that structure or even why it's there um, right i don't understand why she's incorporating leather into this it's just so it's just confusing. I know this is supposed to be a shoppy, right? Oh right, yeah, <laughs> shopping. Oh right, we forgot all about. See, I forget about the like, challenge you, when I see these. I just I why forgot do you have leather and what is all it's that? A doll, and it's you know it's it's <laughs> yeah yeah. So I feel like these two had a really hard time grasping and staying with the concept and. Oh man. And then again, this is, a, this is a lot to put into a challenge. It was a one day avant-garde challenge inspired by mm-hmm. these dolls. It's a lot. They're asking them to do a lot. Yeah. All right. All right. Any, any last words before we go to our high scores? No, let's go. Let's get it. All right. Let's start with Brandon. I wrote, ugh, it looks wrinkled. Uh, so, okay. What do you, what did you think? <laughs> It just, it didn't seem like much to me. I felt like it, it was still, I didn't see the avant-gardeness in there. <laughs> uh, and I was just like, okay, like the top, I mean, it just, it looks like Brandon. It looks like him. And I just, that was it. That was it. I All right. I was, I wasn't impressed. Okay. Cause, cause Brandon is on your bracket. I know that, and, and so, I'm, you know, I think it he could have that should have been safe. Yes, I thought I should have been on the bottom. I'm still, I still think if I it should have been on the bottom, it could have been the third one on the bottom. We didn't have to Come have two. On. I'm, I'm just saying we could have had three top scores. I mean, you could put scores. Kenya down there before him. No, oh, you know what? Her model you couldn't know what? walk. She couldn't walk. That is a no no. I agree. Every other model. I could totally walk. agree, Samilia. You're right. <laughs> I feel like, but but it would have been hard to put her in the bottom. With something right. that was made that well yeah. and looked that good compared well, to what was... Brandon made. I understand that she can walk, it but also look how well. she's styled. Look at her know. hair. What I is feel like he that? Kinda got, he kind of, he's probably another one of those favorites. You, you know? know, because, okay, I have so, oh, so much to say about these things. Because oh, the styling? The styling is oh. horrendous. The wig oh, is, is awful. 
the Ooh. also the fact okay so she's holding um I know. these cuff things i didn't get that i they still don't look like cuffs to me me either i never understood. i don't understand who was it, it that said that they got that right away i was like well, are you sure one of them <laughs> can we talk about the judges reactions to this please it seems so fake i was so what? surprised that zach nina kate heidi all of them they just spat out the lines I feel like they just kind of the producers gave them lines. I'm just gonna call it out. I feel I as if believe it. their compliments were so forced, and there was this, you know, I I didn't oh. even I just I just felt I, like, mm. you know, Nina. So during the the so I'll call recall what Nalen calls this the pawing session where the judges get up close. So you see the see from behind, and you have all of these um, straps, and these are this is a. Uh, this is quintessential Brandon. He has incorporated uh, various versions of these straps into almost every single design um, of the season. And if you see straps like this, you kind of, you, you know, it's Brandon or one of the twins and the, neither of the twins are there. So it has to be Brandon because if the twins were there, they would have stolen this idea as well, but, <laughs> but they're gone. So you can kind of, you can kind of intuit that this is his, this is him. And Nina during the pawing session, it's just playing with the straps. It's like, I love, I love the excess of the straps. And I'm just like, you, <laughs> you really, oh. I feel like you don't like this, but you're forced to say it because Brandon, yeah. I'm calling it now, is going to fashion week. The way they talked about this garment, the way they just yeah. like, just were, were so effusive. Uh, yeah, I didn't des- I didn't think it deserved as much attention no. as it got. It was no. well tailored and whatnot, but it, uh, I just didn't, yeah, I wasn't getting the pant cuffs. Mm-mm. And what about the front? The front of it with the layer of these dresses, just, I didn't understand So the inspiration, it. I guess, was an apron or whatever, is what they were saying, which is cool. I think that goes perfectly hand in hand with you know the whole shopkins shoppy right everything um but i don't know it's just i wasn't impressed i was just mm-hmm. like okay it doesn't like from the runway i guess you can't really see it doesn't seem avant-garde to me it's just no. and I, I'm, I'm assuming the oversized cuffs is the avant-gardeness of it and the abundance of straps <laughs> Yeah, but then it's, uh, all right, whatever. You know, and also I feel like we, you know, we all know that, you know, fringe is a cheap thrill. Maybe we all don't know this, but fringe is a thing on Project Runway. They love fringe. And we haven't had any real fringe, but I feel like we have been any fringe through Brandon. The straps are 2017. It's it's the avant-garde of fringe. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. I think that what Brandon has been producing throughout the season is yep it's has strange. skewed towards avant-garde anyway like mm-hmm. his sensibility and the way he's been making garments is sort of it's very forward period so right i'm surprised that he struggled with this challenge and 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 because i think that his general aesthetic is it it tends towards that but mm-hmm. i just i was just really disappointed in this look in general and just very shocked that <laughs> It was it was a high score. I was like, you guys are faking. Yeah, it. I I didn't agree with that. Happy faking this. All right. Okay. So next we have is Ayana. 
I loved this so <laughs> much. <laughs> that bow. What? Oh my gosh. And then the bows in the back, I which I didn't even see until yep. the pawing session. And yeah. I was like, OMG, all oh. those bows. I just felt like, girl, you won. You you got yeah. it. And she because... kept she kept all the fabric too. I know. I noticed. I was like, okay, because she, you know, she kind of concealed the polka dots a little bit, mm-hmm. but you can still see. And then she's got the, she's got these little calf peplums in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Like all of that works. Everything works so so well together. And I just feel like this is the epitome of a shop and shoppy. And I, that's the one I want to buy for my daughter for Christmas. You hear that? <laughs> the life size one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I yeah, I totally agree. I love this look, and I feel like we've seen when she did say that she was going to do a, a an abundance of ruffles. We've seen that before on these avant garde type challenges, mm-hmm. and I think this is probably the best use of this Bo Peep style and Zach called it out. Like we have seen other designers reference Bo Peep explicitly. She didn't, but I mean, it, it was just so well made. And with the, with the way she built it, seeing it from start to finish in a way, it is just extraordinary. And she kept all of her fabric, which I, you know, going back to her hemming and hawing at the end, I'm like, look, just mm. trust your gut. Um, because it to me it looks really wonderful together. Even the yellow underneath, it just kind of all works. Oh, <clears throat> I love it. And also, Laris again is everything. I really love the way. I'm, oh my goodness! She worked this she outfit, and it. she can do anything. She can do anything. Just that, saying. That's I'm telling you. So, is, that's why she's Queen Lyris. She's not I queen, told you. I still can't say. Just, <laughs> she's really good. All right, I'll just I'll concede that she's extremely One good. One day, hey, we still have a few more. <laughs> challenges but what I'll you know I I want her to maybe do a backflip is she just a backflip come on I don't know no or something else extraordinary I'm gonna wait till fashion week because she's definitely gonna be in fashion week I'm gonna wait for that um (laughs) and depending on that then I'll 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 Mm. I'll just anoint her um so then but also okay but but back to the outfit like I just I also like that it didn't, it, it wasn't costumey. I, it's, it's weird. Right. Like it didn't look like a costume. It really did look like something right? that would actually, you would actually see at fashion week in a really fun. Oh, it's amazing. Um, and then she plays show. with, yeah, she plays with like the scale of the bows. Like she gets it. You can see that she gets it. Yeah. Yeah. She gets Ayana. design. Oh my gosh. Also, can I just say that I've been waiting for Ayana. I've been waiting for botany and I'm still waiting for Kenya to just sort of do something like this. Yeah. Not necessarily like this, but just in terms of just like, I know that there's so much more in right. you. And I feel like this challenge, Ayana came out and just sort of delivered. She just really delivered it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm. Love it. All right. Okay. Now on to Margarita. Mm-hmm. I was also like, yes, this, I couldn't stop looking at this. It was so amazing and breathtaking. And I'm so glad that she added that another touch of the metallic, I forget what what the other material is at the top Mm -hmm. on the sleeve. 
because in the in the workroom she only had it on like one shoulder or one arm mm-hmm. and i and i wrote in my notes like uh it still looks a little off like you need you need a little something yeah and when she added that i was like oh that's it that yeah is it. yeah and i and i you know even seeing her working in the workroom sewing this thing by hand again Man. i really want to just I want a lesson on how she made this dress. I want to study that dress because mm. the way it walked on the runway, I, you know, I wanted them to just follow it front and back. Don't do all these like spin arounds. Just, can we just see it walk? Because Ooh. the way it was, went down, just, it just floated right. If they down. could do a three sixty view. Oh yeah. That would have been great because you all don't right, really get next to see, season. <laughs> yeah because you don't really get to see a lot of the detail on the runway because of the color right. it's so bright and, and a lot of the detail was blown out but during the pawing session you could see this wonderful bow draping on the side and um this the yeah. wonderful sense of the uh, so if you see on the the cheat sheet the left side of the dress kind of has this really like wavy drape at the bottom and the hem is uh, you know it has its own thing but it's all really balanced and it mm-hmm. stays together like it looks like it's going to fall apart but it's purposeful and it stays together and it has right. ruffles for days and these little um, ways that she's manipulated the fabric that you can look at it all day long it's just it's so beautiful it really is. So oh, great. that sleeve. I was that was all about that sleeve. Yeah. The yeah. oversized. I mean, this is avant-garde right here. Yeah. Yeah. This is what avant-garde is all about. It is. So, Margarita's look. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. look so great. All right. Okay. On to Michael. Mhm. So, I love this so much. Me too. I was like, go ahead, Michael. Came up out of nowhere. First you weren't there. Now you're here in yeah. an avant-garde way. Yeah, you just came on three episodes in. You didn't exist before. Exactly. You, you weren't even really there. But now you are. <laughs> and you have made the hugest impact. Yeah. And this is amazing. And he kept the essence of the Shopkins Shoppies, yes. which is what the, you know, that was the direction. Yep. Yep. He I'll, carried it out so well. He really did. He had his melting disco Amazing. moment here. And, Amazing. And, you know, like, I do appreciate that he tried the whole melting idea because it, I don't know what a melting disco ball looks like. It could look like that. I, don't I didn't know. even know disco balls could melt. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that is what avant-garde is all about. Yeah. Disco balls melting. Do they melt? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, that's avant-garde. But in Michael's head, if it melted, this is sort of what it would look like. I feel like if he mm-hmm. had an extra day or even like an extra week, I would oh, really man. love to see what he would have been able to do with um, outfitting that um, that that stuff inside of her to make it look even more organic. Um, mm. I mean, at this point, like it sort of looks like she's being wrapped by a sea creature from the front yeah and even her but bell bottoms look like fins it. a little it bit was, it was so it was kind of mesmerizing yeah his look yeah and it kind of puts you into a trance i guess as a disco ball might yeah perhaps there was it, it was really it was really cool yeah i feel like there was like a what aspect of it where you look at it like what? 
Yeah. But I'm totally fine with that. It's like, I, I, I'm fine with it. I thought it was really, really wonderful. And Nina describes his little thing around her waist as a futuristic peplum. And I was like, go ahead, <laughs> Nina. <laughs> I do not mind that. And I feel like after seeing so much peplum, that yes, yes, I will take it. I will take it. This is the next level. This is what yes. avant-garde is all about. Futuristic yes. peplums. And so. completely quirky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wrote how dare you in my notes, but I was just being sarcastic. (laughs) I bet you did. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. So we had a lot of opinions about this, of course. But, Samelia, who eventually is the winner? The winner is Michael. Redemption. Yay. And I want that Shopkin Shopping. <laughs> I mean, not for me, but. Are no. you sure? You can have it if you. I feel like I mean, you deserve to buy I this may, just for I yourself. may need to make sure it's safe first. Because, okay, yeah. You can test it out. You can buy all the accessories. For the kids. It's for the kids. <laughs> you can vet it. <laughs> But also, I wonder if you should just collect this. I feel like this should just be collectible. Buy it, but don't open the box. That's not fun at all. But still, I'm just saying. Yes. Well, or buy two. One to play with. Right. Yeah. One to collect. Yeah, I agree. That is a good compromise. Um, But yeah, so Michael wins. There's going to be a Shopkins based off of this design. And he gets $5,000. That's pretty sweet. Um, And then who goes home? Botany. Yeah. So. And oh. Amy. Wah, wah. I was like. Familia, you got your double up. elimination. You've been hold predicting up. this. I was I was so <sighs> perturbed. Y'all y'all wait till after the twins are gone to do a double I elimination. Know. Come on. We've already gotten rid of Come on. Uh, I know. I was just so mad about how my heartstrings have been pulled over the past few challenges and Mm -hmm. all the ups and downs and then to do a double elimination after the Shopkins shoppies and all the happiness of the kids and then y'all do this (laughs) yeah it's just not right (laughs) I actually thought that Tim would use his save on Amy just not to like not to like mush botany in the face like "Mm, uh, botany you deserve to go but Amy let's give you I well, but yeah. yeah. I don't know if you thought that, but in my head this was so disappointing because I was really waiting for Amy and Botany to pull some stuff out and I you know Amy's not on my bracket, but I really she was sort of swirling around who uh, like top 4 for me because she, of I think of everyone her suitcase of wisdom and um, she started off, I think, the competition very strong, even though she was in the middle. But the last time she was on the bottom, it was just like, uh-oh, territory, where she was just taking too much from Kenya. And then with this, you know, where she just seemed really out of it. I was just like, man, yeah. I don't know if you'd, if you'd stayed on one more episode, you probably would have gotten eliminated the next episode. Yeah. So. Yeah. I kind of, I was kind of hoping... Tim would use his save on Amy, but then I kind of felt like she didn't deserve. I mean, this look didn't deserve. Yeah, a save. Mm. She didn't try. No, this. 
and I and I know so they brought that up during the pawing session with Zach saying that and 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 I think you two Samelia were just spot on that neither of these two are really thriving in this environment. Yeah. <laughs> so you know even uh-huh. with the distractions gone and you know all these other people with the camaraderie and the morale um making its way up like they still still like this is a pretty tough challenge to have avant-garde to have dealt with all the stuff that happened and being in the episode and even the season and then to deal with the time constraints it's a lot so mm-hmm. nothing against botany or amy as designers because we both think that they're great yeah but um yeah yeah it's really oh, disappointed i know so. I'm, I'm really sad <laughs> yeah I wrote angry emojis about this double elimination because <laughs> just because of the, just the timing. That's yeah, all I'm saying. yeah. Timing was horrible. I'm also I'm upset horrible. because this really destroys a lot of our brackets. So I know we're we're gonna uh. invite Nalan back on because he has to come back on and talk about his bracket. I know. His, yes, he's lost his second designer. He has mm. one person left, and we share our last. His last person is Ayana. I have Ayana. Um who thank God was on the top this week. I know. But she looks like she's moving up. Yeah. But but he's lost Samantha and now he's lost Amy. And I've lost we've both lost um wait, you've lost Amy as well. Right. And I've lost Botany. So oh, we've all lost someone. Hurts. And uh if you look in our description section, I've updated our brackets. <laughs> it's very sad. But I've updated our brackets so you can now see where we stand in terms of our predictions for who's going to make it through fashion through to fashion week. Um, yeah, we're sad. It's, it's a really sad one. And uh, <laughs> even though it's a Man. really, it was a really joyful episode. I think this is a really nice one and I'm looking forward to the next part of such an emotional roller coaster. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot going on. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, well, so now we're at the end of it, everyone. Uh, this is a very, very trying and and uh, dramatic episode. And uh, we're in for an unconventional challenge next week. So I uh, will have thoughts about that. I'm just predicting I will have thoughts about another unconventional challenge um, mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in the same season. So... Until then, um, we will uh, end end this episode here. So, uh, but Samelia, yes. Before we say goodbye to everyone, what are you up to, and where can people find you on the interwebs? So right now, I'm up to uh, completing lots of orders and uh, preparing for some overseas travel for the winter. I'm really excited about. I'm going to Nigeria and I'm going to get lots more fabric. Can't wait. But uh, I'm going for a wedding. Um, And as far as where you can find me, you can find me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And it's at Textile Shop, T E X S T Y L E S H O P. And you can also find me on my website, textileshop.com. Woohoo! Great. And, um, of course, you can find me at erinezdavis.com, and I've posted up a new um, show I'm going to be showing in. Um, so I will be a part of 
um, Lights Out Spooky Show, Ooh. which is um, is going to in coordination with um, with Halloween, and we it will be at, um, at the Aquarius Space, curated by Fran Holstrom of Niche, and so yeah, it's um, going to be in in Queens. So I will have that posted um, in the description section there and the show will be up for three weeks. But the opening is going to be October 27th from six to nine. So if anyone is in Ridgewood, stop by. It's going to be great. And of course, you can find me on social mediums at Arenez on Instagram and uh, Facebook. And then again, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We now have an official Instagram page again at the Workroom Podcast. So, so excited um, uh, to be able to post our stuff there and play around with our memes this week. So, yeah. Um, and again, thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Um, just a heads up, we're now on Google Play. And of course, we're on Apple, um, iTunes, Stitcher. And again, um, feel free to leave us a review. We really love hearing your feedback. Yeah. Um, and it would be great to find other people who are as into the show and as into the craft of these designers as we are. Um, and it's been really wonderful to connect with, with you all. So until next week, um, we'll say goodbye. Bye. Bye.